Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Just as a precursor, that was a recording of Twyla Paris singing the song, Lamb of God. The text for the sermon that was preached for the Maundy Thursday um, at St. Peter Lutheran Church in Ocheedon, Iowa, was taken from John 1.29, where John the Baptist said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes the sin of the world away. This is the text. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Everything in this world He created. Whether it be the, the elements that make up the chair upon which you sit, the wood, the metal, the steel, whether it be the gravel on the outside, whether it be the very flesh and blood that makes up your body, whether it be the blades of grass, the trees, the waters, all of it was created by him. And when he had created the heavens and the earth, he looked at all of it and he said of it that it was very good. Well, time would pass that there would be a serpent standing, hiding out at a tree in the garden. And as the woman who would be named Eve came near this tree, the serpent told her, in contrast to God's own statement, he said to her that she would not die in the day that she partakes of that fruit, even though God said differently. He said that she would know she would become like God, knowing good and evil. And so looking on that fruit and seeing that it was desirable for food, she partook of it. And she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. And the two fell into sin, as did the world. Every tragedy, every moment of tribulation, every famine, every hunger, every thirst, every sinful action, every plague, every disease, every death came about on account of Adam and Eve falling into sin. But before this were to all happen, God gave the promise that the offspring of Eve would crush the serpent's head and he would bruise his heel. No, Adam and Eve knew not who the offspring would be. Perhaps they thought it to be Cain or Abel, their first 
sons. Cain, Abel provided an offering, the first for the firstborn of his flock, the best of his flock. And God looked with favor upon his offering. But Cain, who provided an offering outside, an offering that was apart from faith, was not acceptable. For it, without faith, it is impossible. To please God. And so Cain, disgruntled over how God viewed Abel's offering compared to his, became angry and he killed his brother. So with Cain a murderer and the blood of Abel screaming out from the ground, it was certain that neither were the offspring to crush the serpent's head. Many generations would pass, and Abraham would, the man Abraham in his old age was told that the, his offspring would be as numerous as the stars in the sky. But he had no son. It would be a while before he would have a son. And in his old age, he would have his child named Isaac, of whom God would say to Abraham that he is to sacrifice Isaac. And so Abraham led Isaac away to Mount Moriah, Isaac bearing the wood upon which he was to be sacrificed. In just as Abraham was about to slay his child, God said, Do not lay your hand upon the boy. And God provided a sacrifice. The sacrifice was a ram caught in the thicket. Again, and this would provide a model for the way God would interact with his people. For many generations later, hundreds of years later, the people of Israel would be in slavery in Egypt. And God would save his people from this slavery, deliver them out of bondage, by performing great signs and great miracles, amongst which was when he passed over Egypt, slaying the firstborn child and firstborn of all the people and all the animals of Egypt. But those who had the blood of the Lamb above their door, God spared. Thus instituting the feast of Passover. Many, and then many over fifteen, about fifteen hundred years later, the Word which was God became flesh, and He made His dwelling place among us. And on that day that we have come to know as Palm Sunday, 
while the people of Israel were making their selection for their beast to sacrifice on the feast of Passover, God would provide his sacrifice. His sacrifice would be riding into Jerusalem on the colt of a donkey. Behold the Lamb of God, as John the Baptist would say many years, several years earlier. Jesus of Nazareth, the Christ, he is the Lamb of sacrifice provided by our God. He is the King that the people needed, even if it wasn't the King they may have wanted. For later in that week, Jesus would be betrayed, abandoned, denied, spat upon, mocked, and rejected. And when the crowd would get a chance to have him released, to be freed, they were given the choice between Barabbas an insurrectionist, a man who tried to fight for the earthly kingdom of Jerusalem to overthrow the Roman oppressors. Or they could have the king who would save them from their sin. They, had, they chose Barabbas. Even though Romans, the Roman governor Pilate fought and fought to have him released, they still shouted all the more, Crucify! Crucify him! And so the lamb was led as one to the slaughter, led down the streets of Jerusalem. He was the firstborn and the very best that God had to offer, just as the sacrifice of Abel was, just as Isaac was to Abraham, he, Jesus, was God's only son, just as the ram was caught in the thicket, Jesus was caught with the crown of thorns. And he made his way carrying his old wood of sacrifice just as Isaac did. And he was brought to Golgotha, which is believed by many to have one time been called Mount Moriah, the very mountain upon which Isaac was to be sacrificed. And in his hands, a large nail was placed, about the size of a railroad spike. They had dug holes in his hands and feet, as was prophesied in Psalm 22. And in that point you could see the beginning of sin. The sin of following after other gods, the root of all sin, and the chief of which 
is ourselves. How often we put ourselves before God. How often we put our interests, serve ourselves before we serve anyone else. Our love of money, of cars, of clothing, of technology. That was the nail driving into God, into Jesus' hand. You can hear the pounding of the nail. The sins of greed. The sins of lust. The sins of pride. And then the, the soldier turns his attention to the other hand. And there are the sins of mocking God's word. The sins of neglecting God's word. The sins of disobeying the Sabbath. Every breaking of the Ten Commandments with every pound of the nails, with every whip upon his back. You can hear our sinfulness, our unrighteousness. God laid the iniquity of us all upon him, as the prophet Isaiah predicted. But do you, and the question comes so often, who crucified Jesus? The answer is, you did. You crucified him with your sins and with your iniquities. However, do you not know that all of you who have been baptized into Christ have been baptized into his death. For God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. He took your sinfulness and all of your unrighteousness and he lifted it from you in the waters of baptism and they were placed upon Christ and they were crucified with him and they were put to death to never come into existence again. They were as far as the east is from the west. They were but ash. They were but rebel as deep as the sea. And God, in baptism, poured upon you the righteousness of Christ. The blood of the Lamb was placed upon you. So just as the blood of the Lamb upon the doorpost was a sign for the Spirit of God to pass over and spare the people of Israel, so also we who receive the seal of the Holy Spirit are passed over by God and we are spared because we are redeemed by the blood of Christ. On the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord took bread 
And when he had given thanks, he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is shed, for, which is given for you. Again, in the same manner, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he said, Take, drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. Drink this often in remembrance of me. For you see in the body and in the blood of Christ is, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world in baptism, in the proclamation of the word, in the reception of the Lord's Supper. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. In the liturgy, for many centuries, we have spoke, chanted the Agnus Dei, Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, grant us your peace. He has had mercy. He has had peace on you. And he gives it in his word. He gives it in the Lord's Supper. Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. This is what Romanus Melodus said. Now the garment of mourning is rent. We have put on the white robe, which the Spirit has woven for us from the Lamb's fleece of our Lamb and our God. Sin is taken away, and immortality is given us. Our restoration is clear. The forerunner has proclaimed it. Oh, the message of the Baptist and the mystery in it. He calls the shepherd lamb, and not only a lamb, but one to free from mistakes. He showed the lawless that the goat which they sent into the desert was ineffective. Lo, he said, the lamb, there is no longer need of the goat. Put your hands on him, all of you who confess your sins, for he has come to take them away, those of the people and of the whole world. For lo, the one whom the Father has sent to us is the one who carries away evil, who appeared and illumined all things. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away your sin. There's no greater message, no greater promise. For by the tree of the garden, sin entered in the world. But by the tree of Christ and the cross and the fruit of the Lamb, life, forgiveness, and immortality is granted to him 
be all glory. In Jesus' name, amen. The grace, peace, and mercy of the Lamb of God keep you in the one true faith and a life everlasting. Amen. I thank you for listening to this sermon as it was preached at uh, St. Peter Luther Church in Ocheden. Uh, I encourage you to attend our services if you are in the area. Uh, tomorrow night we will be having our Good Friday services. Um, that will be at St. John in May City and it will be at 6.30 uh, p.m. Um, if you are not in our area, I encourage you to find a church that does celebrate Good Friday services. It is one of the most powerful services of the entire church year. Um, and so I strongly, strongly encourage you to go attend it and hear the cross proclaimed to you. So with that, I'm going to leave you with the recording of the hymn, Watch the Lamb by Ray Bolts. Um, it is a very, very beautiful song, and I hope it will be beneficial to you as you continue through this, this holy week. In Jesus' name, amen.
life for mercy. The people gave him up. The second one was violent.
Watch the 